the Watchdog on Wall Street podcast, explaining the news coming out of the complex worlds of finance, economics, and politics, and the impact it will have on everyday Americans. Author, investment banker, consumer advocate, analyst, and trader, Chris Markowski. All righty. Some great conversations over the course of uh, this past weekend with um, listeners of the show and clients and uh, also friends and uh, i talked a little bit about uh, friday evening having a, a conversation with some people and you know it was brought up in conversation was the the film the sixth sense um it, I, I think it was one of the probably one of the few uh, horror movies that actually ended up getting themselves a i think some oscar nominations it was what other ones? I said probably The Exorcist. I assume probably did maybe Jaws. If you want to consider Jaws in that genre, but The Sixth Sense was considered, I guess, a horror movie. It was brilliant. Um, really was. I remember when I went to go see it at the uh, the movie theater. I was blown away. I thought it was a fantastic movie. But if spoiler alert here, in case you haven't seen the movie. Okay, if you haven't seen the movie, uh, you might you might want to just take a break for about 30 seconds, okay? You have to go see it because it's that good. But anyway, um, the lead characters in the film, Bruce Willis, since you go through the entire movie, and um, he's dead, but he doesn't know it. And we were talking about this in terms of, and I... I don't like saying it. The United States. Is the United States of America dead, but we don't know it yet? I don't know. Um, I I bat this back and forth in my mind. Again, I'm a student of history, and I I know that this country has seen some, uh, some dark days. No doubt about that. Um, I'm just... In today's age, I'm trying to find how we're going to uh, get to that point in time. We're going to get that light at the end of the tunnel and pull ourselves out of what we've become. Uh, in many respects, we've gone full circle. And I've mentioned this before here on the program. Uh, full circle in the sense that uh, we've become an aristocracy, for lack of a better phrase. There's actually a couple other financial writers that were echoing uh, my sentiments, things that I, I'd said here on the program in the past, talking about how these these politicians, these, you make it into the establishment, you make it into the swamp, it's like you're a royal. It's your royalty. You're a duke. You, you, you are uh, uh, way ahead of everybody else. You are royalty. If you end up getting into these positions, and we talk about socialists, we talk about capitalists we could talk about donkeys we could talk about elephants and it it almost reminds me of the old jerry seinfeld skit from his television show back in the 1990s where he talks about sports teams i remember it was a that was a great period of time um well, for sports in New York, you had great young Yankee players coming up, the Derek Jeters of the world and the Bernie Williams. They actually made an appearance 
on the uh, the show. And then we had the George Steinbrenner character uh, reoccurring reoccurring uh, appearance on the program with George working for the boss in the New York Yankees. But anyway, one, one of the stand-up routines that, that Seinfeld did back then is he talked about sports and rooting for teams and players moving from point A to point B, from team to team to team. And he says, you're just rooting for laundry. Essentially, all you're rooting for is laundry. Are we just voting for laundry? Is that what we're doing? South Park. I know I'm doing a lot of sub-reference of uh, pop culture and programs today. South Park did an episode back when it was Bush versus Kerry. And the premise of the episode was both candidates basically suck. Why vote? What's the point? What's the point? And you had the, the celebrity appearance on South Park with Puff Daddy forcing people to vote. By a gun, the gangster rap video, vote or die. Vote or die. But it, it doesn't make any difference. I, again, the uh, news is a flutter now. The right of center news program, Fox uh, News, on their news programming, highlighting all of the pork that is um, being stuffed into the COVID package. Um, okay. What did you think was going to happen? Is this anything new? Is anything new at all? I mean, yeah, these very depending on who wins elections, depending on who gets to write more checks to their favorite little industries back in their home districts. You know, bring home the bacon, the pork, the earmarks. Anyway, this. Uh, COVID-19 spending extravaganza. Um, it's, I, I, what a, actually, the Wall Street Journal had an uh, editorial on this today, and I'm just going to go through their numbers, using their numbers to comment on it. But what was interesting is they started off their column saying that the Biden White House is pointing to polls showing that its $1.9 trillion spending bill is popular. And the press corps is cheering. And then they make the point, yet we wonder how much public support there'd be if Americans understood that most of the blowout is a list of longtime Democratic spending priorities flying under the false flag of COVID-19 relief. Um, I'm sorry, uh, you people at the Wall Street Journal. Um, you people at the editorial board there. Uh, are, are you that vapid? Are you that are you that out of tune with this country at this point in time? People want their checks. They want their checks, they want their money. <laughs> Much like the uh, again, you go Go back to Moses in the desert. The Israelis, uh, Israelites, uh, hey, you know, we're going to, you know, Moses is gone for a while right now. You know, we need to have a party. We got we to change our idol here. We got to have a false god here. You got enough of this country worshiping government and free money at this point in time? 
dear friend of mine who hosts an, an overnight radio program. I appear as a guest every morning at 4.45 a.m., bright and early, 4.45, 4.45 a.m. He's on all over the country late night. And he told me, oh, people, and again, it's a very conservative program, Captain's America. Very conservative program. He's like 90% plus of his listeners and messages that he's getting are all for give us our checks. We want our money. We want our money. And then they call themselves conservatives. Again, I, I can go back. I can circle back to the sixth sense. Is America dead? We don't know it yet. So no, no, I'm sorry, Wall Street Journal. Um, you can you can put out all the the various different things that are being stuffed into this package at this point in time, and I'm telling you right now that the overwhelming majority of this country doesn't give a rat's ass. They don't care. They want their $1,400. They want it now. Period. The end. Now, you go through the numbers here. And again, I know I'm reiterating some of this. We've, we've gone over this um, over the past couple of weeks. All in all, um, and again, this is a wide. I'm being very, very liberal and trying to put all of this, this numbers together from the, the checks. I'm counting the checks as relief. Okay? All told, you want to call that COVID relief checks, uh, paycheck protection program, economic uh, injury disaster loans, $26 billion for restaurants and bars, $15 billion payroll support for airlines, $19 billion for public health. We can go on and on and on. All of that comes to about 825 billion that's if we want to call all of that covid relief 825 billion once again the stimulus package is 1.9 trillion dollars of course uh we're sending checks out to states yep sending checks out to states and the the calculus for who gets the checks the amount of money goes based upon your unemployment rate. So states that suck, um, my home state now included here, the state of New York, the state of California, and others that have very high unemployment are going to get more money than states with lower unemployment that were responsible. Again, um, I, I coined the phrase a new era of irresponsibility back during the Obama years. Well, it's back. It's back. The more irresponsible you are and uh, how you handled COVID, guess what? The more money you are going to get. Oh, they're, they're bailing out pensions as well. $86 billion. $86 billion to rescue 185 pension plans. Throw that into a COVID bill. These pensions were failing beforehand. And again, it's another see I told you so moment. Again, Never let a crisis go to waste. This is a great opportunity to bail out ridiculous pension plans that haven't managed their money properly. Schools. Schools. 
Uh, yep, elementary and secondary schools, another $129 billion. This is, it doesn't even matter. They're getting it whether they open up their classrooms or not. Colleges, uh, $40 billion. Do you know that they've already sent out $113 billion for schools? For what? How much does flipping plexiglass cost, man? They've already sent out $113 billion for schools. They're going to send out another $129 billion. Do you know that they expect that 95% of this money is going to be spent between 2022 and 2028? Pandemic over. Pandemic over. That's okay. It's a handout to teachers and teachers unions so they can continue to fail in educating our kids in this country. I'm honest here on the program. Equal opportunity basher. It's not necessarily just their fault. It's parents' fault, too. Um, What else we got here? Oh, yeah, we're adding $35 billion to pump up subsidies for Obamacare. It eliminates the existing income cap, which is 400% of the poverty level. Um, $39 billion for child care. $30 billion for public transit agencies um go on 19 billion in rental assistance 10 billion in mortgage help uh, low income energy assistance programs more for food stand go right on down the line uh don't forget the 15 dollar an hour minimum wage um 1.5 million for the seaway international bridge that's for chucky schumer uh, I, I can go on 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 but again what did you expect and, and do you honestly think that this really does much for jobs? Do, do you really think that it does much at all for jobs? No. No. It doesn't, it doesn't do anything for jobs. It's nonsense. Your $1,400 check is going to do anything for jobs. It's not going to do much. Until you open up. Until you open up. Okay, and, and stop with the shutdown nonsense. You're not going to improve. That's just the reality of the situation. And as soon as you get that freaking Fauci off the TV, I, I, honestly, how, I mean, you continue to bring this guy on and he continues to contradict himself all the time. He, he's, he's eerily reminiscent of the mayor in the Nightmare Before Christmas, the Tim Burton movie with the two faces that spun around. He constantly contradicts himself. Anyway, um, that's, uh, oh yeah, I wanted to hit on this. I wanted to talk about this. Again, this is the par for the course um, for people, people on the left. Again, it's, they just don't know. But, but, the, but the thing is, um, they're not very smart because they don't realize that they don't know what they don't know. So you get this uh, Democratic representative, this uh, Ro Khanna, Ro Khanna from California. Um, he was on CNN's Inside Politics, and it was all about the $15 an hour minimum wage. And um, he basically said, well, listen, you know, small businesses that can't afford, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, small businesses that can't afford to, to pay $15 an hour, um, shouldn't exist. 
Basically, they shouldn't exist. If you can't afford it, that business should not even exist. If you can't afford to pay $15 an hour, and again, he, he starts talking about, he's, it's like right out of the communist manifesto. Workers needing to get paid the value from what they are creating. It's fair for people to be making what they're producing. What? Really? So the, the purpose there, Roe, is for businesses to break even. Yeah, that sounds great. A lot of people are going to go out there and risk their, uh, their assets and their time and uh, put in all the work that's involved with running and owning a small business. You know, I, I, think, it's, uh, I think maybe this weekend on the program, I, I might have to bring up my old, uh, to be honest, a couple small business rants out there. I, I listen. I, I I see the things that you get idiot lefties post on comment board, social media. I get the emails out there, and I don't respond. I don't respond because again, it, you're not going to win. Okay, you're not going to win because you cannot win. It's you're you're arguing with an idiot. And something, again, I learned this in in talk radio a long time ago. You do not argue with idiots. They have way too much experience at being an idiot. And they inevitably drag you down to their level. You cannot reason. If you cannot reason with someone, that's the point. Makes makes no sense whatsoever. Anyway, let's um, talk a little bit more about um, Texas. And the uh, power situation that took place, their failure there. And again, downright embarrassing, quite frankly. Um, yeah, yeah, got, we're you know, taking shots from countries around the globe, you know, making fun of us there, Russia. Um, you know, basically saying, you know, you guys are criticizing our, our energy pipeline, that Nord Stream 2, which is running through the Baltic states and running into Germany. And it's, this is a quote out of the Kremlin. I don't, I can listen, are they, are they wrong? It probably makes sense for our American partners to be less interested in Nord Stream 2 and to greater extent be interested in the events in Houston, Texas, its energy and heat supply. Yeah. Takes a dig at a state that prides itself on energy independence. Of course, gas supplies would not be in that way here. Is is you wrong? No. No, but again, um, what took place in Texas, again, certain people out there saying it's Texas' fault. They didn't want to go on the national grid. It wouldn't have mattered. Okay. Anybody who brings that argument to me, it would not have mattered if they were on the national grid. There wouldn't have been enough power in the surrounding states to handle it anyway. Would not have been. Listen, I am a, I'm a libertarian free market guy. Okay? I am. But let's, let's be perfectly clear here. Um. You can't just go out. I can't just go out tomorrow and say, you know what? I want to get involved in the energy business. I want to be a power company. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. That, that is a, uh, 
real small group in certain areas. And again, there's different providers out there. I get that. So because of that, it's a utility. Um, guess what? Guess what? It, it does need some regulation. And where Texas really screwed up is that the power companies can make a, obviously, windfall by providing electricity, but they don't have a mandate to do so. There's no penalty if they have to shut down and they're not able to provide electricity. eh, It is what it is. Now, if they were mandated to provide electricity, then they might have gone out and said, you know what, we've got to put in the fail-safe measures just in case something bad happens. I'm not saying that they necessarily would have done that, but it would have been more prudent. And again, the state could have also forced them to do it. You know, the, the fact that you had such a, a breakdown, I know, once in a lifetime type storm, well, that's your job, is to prepare, prepare for a once in a lifetime storm. That's what you do, right? That's what you do. You know, I, I have power backups on our systems and all of this various different things that that i have to implement based upon my business Do you understand? i'm an sec registered investment advisory i have to i have to backstop everything that we have in, in several locations in different places around the country that's for me it's for my business i'm not even a power company for crying out loud man it's pretty much an epic fail it really is. Um, quickly on this story, uh, <laughs> Joe Biden. Joe Biden last week they, they had that um, virtual summit of world leaders. Oh, it's the virtual summit of uh, NATO and Team America World Police uh, with their new uh, captain Biden up there. Um, do you know how he introduced himself? He was, he was basically touting. He, he was saying that just two, I'm not making this up. Just two years ago, just two years ago, I was a professor. We made fun of him about this. Um, yeah, he got paid a million bucks to not teach class at the University of Pennsylvania. Yeah, he, he never showed up there, but he still got paid a million bucks. Again, it's what happens. He's royalty. It's part of the swamp, part of the establishment. Joe Biden, Joe Biden, yeah, yep, he's a professor at the University of Pennsylvania, a million bucks, million bucks, and uh, never taught class. But again, he's got to tell everybody that he did. Um, some stories here when it uh, comes to travel. Um, seeing it bounce around various different uh, news sites out there talking about COVID and its effect on the travel industry moving forward, and uh, they're talking to... Yeah, I'm talking a lot of travel providers providing services to uh, the Pacific, uh, Tahiti, um, also Asia, Cambodia, the various different tours that they have there, and they are you know, they're down and out, down and out. Um, <laughs> my wife and I actually talking about uh, vacation, vacation this summer. Where are we going to go on vacation? Yeah, yeah, long-time listeners know 
wife's family in Greece, they're still shut down. Still shut down. And yeah, I don't know how these countries that are so reliant upon tourism, how they are going to survive another season without opening up. Not, not to mention, to mention, I'm not flying over an ocean to go to Greece if I got to wear masks the whole damn time I'm there. Get the hell out of here. Uh-uh. Not going to happen. They need to figure it out. Again, um, the issue with Europe, as I explained before, and why they have no, tr- they, have, they have to lock down. They don't have the hospital capacity. They just don't have it. And I, I've mentioned this, I can't tell you how many times. That this, again, this should be a huge story. This should be something that conservatives and Republicans should be talking about. This is why you don't want socialized medicine. Because that's what you get. If we were a fully socialized medical system here in the United States, we would have had draconian lockdowns going on forever. Just like they do in the UK. Oh, I know. Their world famous National Health Service. It's a joke. It's a shit show is what it is. You get sick. I mean, forget about it. They don't have the space. They can't even they can't even amp up and get it done like we were able to do. Countless field hospitals that were built last uh last March and April that weren't even used here in the United States. You want to think about why you do not want government health care? Just look to Europe. Socialized medicine is absolutely fantastic if you don't get sick. If you don't get sick and you are healthy, why? Wow, that's, a, that's a great, great, great way to go. Anyway, I'd comment on... Uh, this weekend i um first time in over a year first time in over a year i went into new york city not to drive through manhattan like i would do to you know cut across early in the morning to go to a lacrosse tournament in jersey but actually went there for a reason went to a store so there's a furniture store in uh manhattan that's i was like all right we can go it's either in in connecticut or, or manhattan let's just go to manhattan we'll see how it is and it's down in an area that, um, I mean, back when I first moved to New York City, that's a long, long time ago, was essentially a night, it was pretty much a no-go zone. You just didn't go there. This, again, uh, Giuliani is just coming into becoming mayor. This the meatpacking district, because that's, again, slaughterhouses, meat stores, down on... Um, the west side, west side of Manhattan, you're getting down, you know, 14th, uh, 12, 13, 14th Street, way down at the end, uh, right along the west side highway. No-go zone, but they turned it around. Turned it around. In fact, that, that's where, in, in Manhattan, that's where Google's headquarters is in Manhattan, is right down there. Restaurants, bars, hotels. Um, became a re- hot spot in New York City. Um, I, hadn't, I hadn't been down there, obviously, 
in over a year. So we go down, go to the you know the, the heart, the furniture store that my wife and I wanted to go to, and it was pretty much normal for us. I was the the furniture store was pretty busy, but the area in of itself was I was basically done. Storefront after storefront after storefront just shut down for lease, for rent signs. Um, not a lot. I mean, it was a, it was a cold day, but it was not a lot of people out and about. Usually Saturday afternoon, you'd see lots of hustle and bustle. Um, city's dead. Yeah, I'll, I'll sub-reference again. In the uh, Marvel, the Avengers movies, Thanos snaps his finger and half the population of the universe is, gets dusted, disappears. Kind of like that. Kind of like that. I also note as well as everybody's walking in the streets with masks on. And uh, I'm you know, walking my wife. My wife's like, uh, maybe we should put our masks. I'm like, no. Maybe <laughs> she floated the idea that we, we had to, we might get a ticket or something like that. I said, uh, <laughs> please, please. I, I, I want a police officer to come tell me to put on a mask outside. I'll get a kick out of that. But um, yeah, it was, uh, it was sad. It really was. Um, yeah, I think I've driven through, but on the ground, and there, you know, some of the publications out there, oh, yeah, restaurants are coming back. They're at 35% capacity. They can be open till 11 o'clock. Nah. 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 And the, the irony of it was that uh, today the front cover of the New York Post is just talking about the small business apocalypse there. I, I don't know how you bring it back. And to go full circle back to Biden's stimulus uh, plan, I'm sorry. Sorry, it's it's not gonna do not gonna do a damn thing. Quickly on on this story, we've been talking about China and what they're doing around the globe, and um, yeah, it's it's amazing it's amazing what what countries will do in their in their own best interest. They're looking at money. They they don't. Do you think the world cares at all what China is doing to its Uyghur population? They may pay it lip service. They don't care. They don't care. Most countries and, and uh, what well, you know, listen, China's gonna be doing a major infrastructure build. They're gonna they're gonna buy out our ports and modernize it. And we, we talked about the things that, that China's doing in the Middle East and in Africa, and we mentioned how you know we just send money, money for nothing, money for nothing. Little dire straits there, yeah. Little money for nothing. A couple stories this past weekend. The what was it fifty billion dollars plus we've sent to Somalia? I, that country's about to uh, collapse again. The uh, the guy who's supposedly democratically elected that we are behind. Um, well. He refused to hold an election like he was supposed to, and now he might get thrown out. Um, Central America, Biden talking about sending money to Central America, right? That's great. So we're going to end up in a Swiss bank account. Why not fix it instead? I said, no, 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 we're not going to say money. We're just going to, we're going to, we're going to make investments there and see what happens. 
because this was interesting. Saw this story today talking about how China regards the COVID vaccine. They're actually um, utilizing cargo terminals. This, in this case, this was uh, in Ethiopia. They are putting together a supply network for Africa to speed delivery of the coronavirus vaccine. Again, smart diplomacy. Have a great day, everybody. Watchdog on WallStreet.com. Watchdog on WallStreet.com. Go out and have a great day. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.